It's the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast from the man that brought you RickyStokesNews.com. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. Plain and simple with just the facts. Because if you know Ricky Stokes, you know he'll call hogwash when he sees it. Yeah, that Ricky Stokes. And now, here is Ricky Stokes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Ricky Stokes News podcast. I am calling you out. This is segment number 21. Notify your friends and relatives to tune in and listen to the Ricky Stokes News podcast. I'm calling you out. Albert Einstein said that do not listen to negative people. They have a problem with ever solution. The words of Albert Einstein long, long time ago. Do not listen to public people in office because what was created to be a public service is a public retirement, a retirement on the people, the citizens. I'll give you an example. A Houston County commissioner, and ladies and gentlemen, you got to think with me, the six-story building on North Oak Street, the only floors the Houston County Commission governs is floor three, which is IT, information technology, floor six, which is the county commissioner's office and accounting. That's all they control. The Houston County Courthouse, the only two people controlled by the Houston County Commission in that entire Houston County Courthouse are, guess what, the two janitors. They don't control anybody else that works in the courthouse. They only appoint about five or six, which is the building's maintenance. The person they did have over the farm center, of which they ran her off, a lady who had been there for years, was making her push a lawnmower rather than ride the lawnmower, when they moved her from the farm center, but that was their intentional way to get her to leave and retire and move out. And she liked one more year, but they intentionally did that to get rid of her. Uh, The EMA director, you saw what they did to Chris Judah recently, uh, and the county engineer, and they love the county engineer, asked Brandon Shoup. Brandon Shoup, years ago in 2008, 9 or 10, Uh, When the flood messed up his driveway, they were supposed to fix it. Houston County was supposed to fix it. In his nine years or so as a commissioner of District 4, he never could get the county to fix it. But in less than a year, as county commission chairman, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know, guess what? They were out there today fixing his driveway. They've got it torn up, and they'll be pouring the concrete later this week. So, They love the county engineer because he gets it done, especially when he works at the pleasure of the county commission. So you darn tootin' hogwash, he got it fixed. He's getting it fixed. I had pictures of him out there, so I'm it's it's somebody text Ricky this morning about it. So text Ricky hauled Ricky out there real quick and looked and snapped some pictures of it. So but a county commissioner got their pay up to $33,000 a year, ladies and gentlemen, and a member of the Retirement Systems of Alabama. And every time the county commissioners give a raise to the county employees, the county commissioners get that raise. Don Clements, a former retired Dothan City Commissioner that retired about 2005, he served 20 years, five four-year terms as Dothan City Commissioner. They make $21,000 a year. And at the time of his retirement, they met every week. Now they meet every other week. But every week they met the Dothan Commission. The county commission meets only twice a month with an administrative meeting that lasts about 20 minutes to 30 minutes. And then a county commission meeting the following Monday uh, 
for about 20 or 30 minutes from all to say, yay, 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 or whatever Ricky tells them to do. Not this Ricky that tells them to do. But the city, Don Clements, after 20 years, guess what he left with? I'm not sure he even got a plaque, but he has zero retirement. Zero retirement. A county commissioner, 10 years of service, you get retirement. 10 years as a county commissioner, you're a member of the retirement systems of Alabama. And what I'm saying is, at one time, public service was a public service. Don't mind you getting paid for it, but it's not a retirement job. It's not for you to build a retirement on the people of the county. Okay? But what they want to do is when you point out what they do, like I'm negative because I'm telling you true facts, true facts. Now, let me segue into the Houston County Healthcare Authority. Ricky, we're not going to hear that again. Well, there's some things you need to know. If Ricky Herring and James Ivey wants to fix the problem, and, and this is more for Herring, not for Ivey. Okay, you've had two legislative sessions to fix it. Some people brought to my attention recently about the Houston County coroner and his deputy coroners, that the deputy coroners had not been appointed by the county commission because current Alabama state law reads that a coroner has to uh, recommend to the county commission and they appoint who's deputy coroner. I am deputy coroner in Dale County and I'm deputy coroner in Henry County, both appointed by the county commission. But the current incumbent coroner of Houston County has not appointed but one time gotten the commission to appoint deputy coroners. And somebody brought that to my attention this week. Well, I got to thinking about it, and I pulled the uh, state laws, and the state law that a young smart aleck that got elected at 21 years old and took office at 22 in 1984 got a local bill passed that reads something to the fact the county commission can fund the coroner's office out of the general fund retroactive to back 1970 for any expenditures they had made on the coroner's office from 1970 to 1984 and the coroner has the authority to appoint a deputy coroner but shall work out the compensation for the deputy coroner years later there was a statewide bill you can't be coroner of a county until you're 25 years old and in the state bill it said that the coroner recommends to the commission who to appoint as the deputy coroner but the county commission has to appoint them now what's interesting about this ladies and gentlemen you can be the sheriff of the county at 18 no education requirements are required before sheriff or during sheriff but you've got to go to continuing education as coroner but ricky stokes in 1984 to office now in 1983 saw there was a problem and got a local bill passed in the alabama legislature to solve the funding issue and the deputy coroner issue so what i'm saying is ricky herring if you, you've had two legislative sessions to fix this problem on the houston county health care authority and you hadn't fixed it but hold on to your britches ladies and gentlemen because that's not the only hogwash in 1995 september 1995 the Houston County Health Authority, which at that time, Jim Blackman was chief administrative officer of the uh, medical center, or chief executive officer. Anyway, he was the man who was in charge back then in 1985, 95, excuse me, 1995, and was presenting to the Houston County Commission, along with Chairman Foy Strickland, about leasing the Southeast Alabama Medical Center, now known as Southeast Health, and they had five entities that wanted to lease the uh, Southeast Alabama Medical Center. 
And one of those that was the lead one was Quorum, who at that time owned Flowers Hospital. But the, they were meeting with the county commission and said that Southeast uh, Health, excuse me, Southeast, I'm sorry, I have to get my name straight, Southeast Alabama Medical Center would create a foundation that the lease payments would go to that would help with other things. That 27% of the patients treated in the emergency room that year in 1995 would not be able to pay their hospital bill. 27% back in 1995. And there was questions then about the uh, appointment process to the Houston County Health Care Authority, which the county commissioner shall pick one of the three names that is submitted by the hospital authority, the health care authority, to the county commission. doesn't say they have any discretion in it whatsoever. They shall. Sometime after 1994, Houston County Commissioner Francis Cook, that was in office then, she appointed Dr. Roddy Cook. And there was a lot of flack from the medical center that they didn't want Dr. Roddy Cook and I don't know why they wouldn't want Roddy Cook, but they did not want him on the health care authority. And she very kindly explained to the health care authority this was her appointment, not theirs, and they better work it out. I don't remember all the facts and all, but that was it back in 1994. In 2005 is when they reappointed Chester Sowell to the health care authority. Miss Cook did. Is ironically, then county, he's still county commissioner. He's a senior county commissioner. Curtis Harvey appointed James Redding. But Redding's friends turned on him. And the next commission meeting, Curtis Harvey withdrew Redding's appointment, and they appointed somebody else. And ironically, it was some of his friends on the health care authority that appointed. I do not know. They claim they don't get paid on the health care authority, but there is something strange about why everybody wants to be on the health care authority. Daddy Foy Strickland, who is deceased now, was on the health care authority, and then it was passed the torch to his son, Tony Strickland, who's on the health care authority. I don't know. Chester Sowell has been on there since around 1999 on the health care authority, and it's 2023. I do not know, other than you get a stake when you meet, I don't know what the big deal is about being on the Houston County Health Care Authority when supposedly... What everybody says is they don't get paid one dime. So why would you go through the headache? Other than when you're talked about, you're not, there's no fanfare. There's no, this guy's on. Can anybody name to me the 13 members of the Houston County Healthcare Authority? Name them. There's no big fanfare about it. So I, I don't know what the big deal is, but problems arose in 1995. And Wiley Yelverton, while nobody would really listen to Wiley, Ladies and gentlemen, guess what he wanted to do years ago and they wouldn't listen to him? He wanted to put a parking deck in front of the Houston County Courthouse. And now the city's doing all this remodeling and uh, renovating downtown and parking's going to be an issue. And Wiley Yelverton had the vision back when he was in office in 1995 wanting to put a parking deck in front of the Houston County Courthouse. You know, recently... The county commission's authorized to close the parking lot behind the courthouse for employees only. So if you park back there, you're going to be hooked and pulled, pulled away, or written a ticket, okay? It's a two-way zone unless you have a sticker on your car and you happen to draw a government check from the Houston County or the state of Alabama, can you park back there? So uh, he had some vision. I told him one time back then, I said, Hey, to give the deputies a raise, why don't you slap your hand down and say there is no way I would ever vote for the 
Houston County deputies to get a raise. Little did he know, two of them would become county commissioners and they would get a raise uh, years later. But uh, Wiley, I said, just slap your hand and say there's no way you'd vote for it because the other commissioners would vote for it because you said you wouldn't. Didn't matter what it was. But Wiley back then had the, the vision of solving some of the parking problem. And we're in 2023 and we have a parking problem downtown. But Anyway, like Albert Einstein said, ignore the negative people because they have a problem with every solution. No, they have a problem with you hiding from the public. It's like, uh, what about the 28,000 square foot building that's being built for the Sheriff's Department? How much has that been dis discussed, ladies and gentlemen? The plans were drawn in May of this year under Brandon Shoup, and along with it, it's a 13,000 square foot warehouse for uh, the Dothan Police Department being constructed by Elite Group. By the way, they have porta potties from a company out of Enterprise, and they have a uh, dumpster with a company out of Headland. So the Dothan money. Uh, the elite group is owned by a man that lives in Newton, but that could be that he lives in Wicksburg because Newton addresses are Wicksburg addresses. So he could actually live in Houston County, but if not, if he lives in Newton, he lives in Dale County. So so 100% of the money for that big building uh, that I have pictures of the plans, that big building that they're building, and how many of you knew about it, is being built by, and in, the, in fact, they take a... If you have to go to the bathroom, you have to go to the bathroom on the, the uh, Coffee County porta potty. And we have Houston County porta potties. So crap on Enterprise. Okay? So I'm just telling you the pure facts. I'm not negative. I'm sorry that some people think when you point out, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem except, ladies and gentlemen, just letting you know your Houston County money is walking out of Houston County by your Houston County commissioners and apparently by Dothan Commission. So. Now, back on the medical center, let me tell you this. In a Dothan Eagle piece written in 1995, ironically by Mark Stewart, who's now the public information guy for Southeast Health, uh, what was normally uh, formerly Southeast Alabama Medical Center, Mark's been with them, says Houston County Commissioner Wiley Elverton, in a surprise move Monday, moved a request calling for a meeting with the County Health Care Authority to discuss the possible lease of Southeast Alabama Medical Center. Elverton said while he still wants to meet with the authority, he believes Commissioner Francis Cook is correct in delaying the meeting until her new appointment to the authority has a chance to be brought up to speed. Without Cook's support, Elverton's request had little chance of passing Monday. The commission requested a meeting with the authority on May 9th. The authority has stated it will meet with the commission at the appropriate time. Yelverton believes the commission should decide when the appropriate time is rather than leaving it up to the authority. The 13-member authority announced in May its intent to review proposals to lease Southeast Alabama Medical Center. The authority is an autonomous governing body appointed to oversee the operation. The commission reappointed three Appointments to the authority, Reuben Thomas, Archie Woodham, and Lee Thomas. Dr. Roddy Cook is the lone newcomer appointed to the board. Okay, that was back in 1995 when Robert Crowder was chairman of the Houston County Commission. There's a problem back then, and there's a problem in 1995 was a problem. And in 2023, we're still talking about Southeast Health. Nobody's got off their buttocks to fix it. But they, back under Robert Crowder, the, they had a bit local legislation to make the health care authority seek the approval of the commission before Southeast Alabama Medical Center can be leased. Currently, the authority only has to have 
commission approval if Southeast Alabama Medical Center is sold. There was problems in 1995. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, they tried a local bill. I don't know whether it passed or not that they got to have the commission approval to lease the place. They certainly don't have to have the commission approval to run the place or the commission approval for the CEO, Rick Sutton. But they had to have the commission approval uh, is what they were trying to I guess present to the county commission, but then the county commission wanted the legislature to pass a bill that they can't sell it without the commission approval, okay, and we want a legislation where they can't even lease it without the commission approval. Now, one of the things that they were trying to do was with national health care that came in, I think, uh, before Jim Blackman. I'm not sure on the timetable on that, but national health care is the reason the county has a six-story building they were running the medical center and blowing and going and Dothan's who who bought stock in national health care till national health care went boop, down the tube. But my whole point of this is number one, public service, public office is supposed to be public service, not public retirement. Number two, Ricky Herring two years ago got into back and forth with the medical center and secretly tape recording the conversations. All right, and now, two years later, there's still problems, and they hadn't tried to straighten them out. It's time to straighten out. Problems has gone on since 1995. There were problems when Francis Cook got Dr. Uh, Roddy Cook appointed. The, they blew a gasket on the board for some reason for Dr. Cook. And Wiley Yelverton blew a gasket about them leasing the place. Uh, just a lot of gaskets blown back then. So I want to thank... WTVY's news dean, Ken Henderson Curtis. Ken Curtis Henderson. I don't know what his name is. His name is Ken Curtis on the air, but his, last, his legal name is Kenneth Henderson. I want to thank him. Uh, it's hogwash. I want to thank him for backing up my podcast last week. Ken Curtis, I, I, I said that Ricky Herring will secretly tape record you. And over the weekend, he had an article, uh, a news story where Herring admitted he had secretly tape-recorded Chester Sowell, the chairman of the Health Care Authority and former Dothan mayor for eight years. So I want to thank the news dean for stamping approval and and following up so that y'all would believe what I said and know that I was telling you the gospel truth about that Ricky Herring would secretly tape-record you. So it happened. He did it. He just needs to use his investigation skills and investigate what's going on on this health care authority for all these years because I have the news articles from 1995. It's Ricky Stokes News. I am calling you out. Podcast. Thank you. Find Ricky on his website at rickystokesnews.com, on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or Twitter. You can also email Ricky at rsn.news109 at gmail.com or text Ricky anytime at 334-790-1729. And tune in next time for the Ricky Stokes I'm Calling You Out podcast. Available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or wherever you find your podcast. Hogwash.